to the Wake Up Call podcast with me, Leo Crystal Queen. Today, for all our kings and queens around the world, we have a very special guest, Mehmet, who is going to be talking about syncretism and will touch a little bit about medical astrology. If you guys remember, we recorded two years back uh, another podcast about medical astrology and just wanted to touch up. It's been viewed almost 600 times. Hello, brother. Can you hear me? Well, I can hear you fine, sister. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very well. Thank you so much for joining us tonight uh, for the podcast. No problem. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So please, Mama, tell us, uh, first of all, before we dive deep into like medical astrology and what you want to share with us today, tell us how did your interest start with, um, you know, syncretism? Okay, so the way I got into like my spiritual journey was in mm-hmm. 2013. It was, it was actually like round about my birthday in November of 2013. Um, mm-hmm. I experimented in using cannabis. Mm-hmm. And after using cannabis, I got this natural urge from within me mm-hmm. to go diving deep. Obviously, I'm a Scorpio as well, so we like to do that generally. But mm-hmm. prior to this point, I was always diving deep, but it was more on a materialistic, worldly level and the mm-hmm. outside world rather than going within and yeah. looking within myself to find myself. And mm-hmm. um, Once I did that, I just don't know what happened but I got this urge to start researching the first thing I watched was um uh Kymatica and mm-hmm. um yeah that was talking about how like the world is a deception and how we're all being used as like um parasites how like the system is parasiting our energy and then mm-hmm. the second main thing I watch, which is one of the most famous documentaries in relation to like spirituality and the truth movement was Zeitgeist, where it started talking about astrotheology and how Jesus mm-hmm. is based on the sun and all of our celebrations are based on the heavenly bodies. And then, yeah, it was also talked about like the banking system and like the maritime law. So I got into that and I was quite into looking at the work of Graham Hancock. Yeah, I know. And looking at um, like ancient Egypt and psychedelics and all that type of stuff. But the real, real defining moment was when I watched a video of Santos Bonacci, which was called Know Thyself Part Two. Mm-hmm. And then like, up until that point, I would kind of say that I was aware of a few, it was like, I opened the door a little bit, but then once I watched that video of like how everything connects to astrology and how astrology connects to the body and how it connects to the seasons and um, our holidays and holy days and pretty much everything in the world, it really like took me to the next level of Mm -hmm. knowing about these type of things. And from that, point onwards i started like joining groups which is where i got to meet you like on skype where we joined santos bonacci's astrology group where he was teaching astrology yeah that was still interesting yeah obvious sorry sister 
I said that was so interesting to experience when he was teaching us how the medical astrology works connected to the organs and yep. the zodiac. Wow. Yep. And then from that point onwards, like once I spoke to you guys and I was mm. meeting new people online, it's just like developed ever it's like a once you know, hence the saying like once you pop you can't stop that's the like feeling i've had like literally since i've started researching it's just yeah. got deeper and deeper and deeper and i've made my own channel where i also mm -hmm. interviewed yourself actually the show we did on human design and jinkies was my first ever video on my channel yes, i know <laughs> yeah so yeah, then, that was like the kickstart of my channel. And since yeah. then, I've done videos on um, astrology, uh, human design, gene keys, transhumanism, flat earth, the Bible, uh, medical astrology, herbal astrology. Wow, um, that's stuff. a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of I've work. Done... Could you please share with the fans uh, what, what's the name of the of the channel so they can follow you? And yeah, my stuff. channel is Conscious Minds TV on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Perfect. I've also got some of my music on there, which I do mm -hmm. music. It's not one of my main, main, like I do music as a hobby, but it's, I wouldn't call myself a musician. But you can also find... Um, my music on there and in more recent times um i was honored to uh be asked to be an instructor mm -hmm. on santos spinacci's virtual academy which is the syncretism society virtual academy oh wow uh, i didn't even know it existed yeah so um yeah i've been doing that since like uh september now mm -hmm. so um yeah i do uh, videos for the academy and yeah i've been doing videos on again i did videos i kind of do two videos a week one of the videos is like mainly based on astrology so mm -hmm. like learning the planets learning the signs learning about the houses uh, yeah. learning about the deacons how to read a chart um yeah so i'm kind of one one video is kind of based on astrology and then my second video of the week is based more on esoteric stuff mm -hmm. like more occultism like for example looking at um, astrotheology uh, numerology mm -hmm. etymology the platonic solids kind of deciphering events i did a video deciphering the royal wedding in mm -hmm. 1981 which was uh, done at the time of a, a great conjunction oh yeah so, yeah i remember that one i watched that one yeah yeah so i've i've been like doing so many things like stuff about like boaz and jackin and mm -hmm. like, all the freemasonry symbolism yeah like i've done so many videos i've done over like 35 videos so far for the um academy so yeah for people who are interested in that you can go to syncretismsociety.com. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have to subscribe to have access to the videos. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll put the link in the description below yeah. for, for so everyone. The subscription is like uh, $50 a month, or you can get a yearly pass for like $500. And the mm -hmm. amount of stuff, like there's like over 25 instructors on there, ranging from so many different 
subjects we have like yoga classes we have sound healing classes we have language classes we have astrology classes law classes um yeah stuff about chakras um yeah stuff wow. about new um uh neurology and healing the nerves there's so much on there it's impossible for like any subscriber to like kind of watch all of, all of it yeah, yeah yeah in one month like yeah literally there's so much on there so i was so honored because it actually happened by chance because i did a video with brother santos on um astrotheology mm -hmm. and islam which is like one of my main passions at the moment like uh, it's mm -hmm. something i'm doing on the side and i'm just releasing bits bit by bits and i asked him if he wanted to do a part two on for the part one we did because i got such a good reception from it mm -hmm. and as i was asking him that he asked me if i would like to be an instructor on his virtual academy and as, as a student of his that was a that big a honor for honor. me yeah, yeah, i was so happy and obviously um for you like the last few years have been really tough for all of us and like obviously mm -hmm. i i lost my job due to like corona so i was in a bit of i wasn't really doing much and mm. when i got given that opportunity it really kind of brought some life back into me of course because it's your passion that's yeah, why <laughs> yeah first of all it's my passion and i am getting um some rewards for it i mean i'm getting money while i'm doing it as well do you get what i'm saying although that, that is not the main purpose yeah it still helps like when you're doing something and you get reward that you love and you get rewarded for it although it may not be a lot at the moment because the academy is just starting it's still very rewarding yeah to get energy so, back. so tell us tell us a bit more for everyone who wants to check the academy please do go and do that i'll put the link in the description yeah. Please tell us what have you prepared uh, for us now. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. Okay. Interesting so, um, yeah, so what I've prepared is basically um, I I've always had notes on um, medical astrology mm -hmm. like, through my research, but recently I got back into it because I was reading a book called um, the, Z the Zodiac and the Sorts of Salvation, mm -hmm. which is about... Um, the cell sorts so if people yeah. don't know what cell sorts are basically um because we're there are 12 cell sorts which correspond with each zodiac sign or each month mm -hmm. so because we are in our mother's womb for only nine months but there are 12 cell sorts we are all deficient of free cell mm -hmm. sorts so mm -hmm. so for example um this is every person like but obviously depending on when you're born it will be different cell sorts so the cell sorts that you'll be deficient of will be the month you're born and the two after so for example for me i was born i'm a scorpio but i was born right at the end of scorpio so the three sorts that i will be deficient of will be the sorts that correspond with sagittarius Aquarius, Sagittarius, Capricorn and Aquarius. So mm -hmm. then for me to like balance my body out and have all those cells, I would have to 
to balance my body out so I'll have all the cell sorts, I will have to take those three sorts corresponding to those three signs. So what I'll do now is I'll go through each sign and its cell sort and I'll kind of, I can give you like what that cell sort's good for and also mm -hmm. just a few, a few foods that you can also eat which have those cell sorts in them. Well, that sounds amazing. I remember when I was taking them back in America. Yeah. And even people were making a bit of fun of me because I couldn't pronounce cell sorts correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. I mean, uh, remember we were studying that when we were studying the astrology and I even bought that book where you can even see the deficiency in the people's face. Yeah. Uh, so you can recognize a person when they're deficient in specific souls, which is very interesting. So if people are more interested into that, they can even look at the books as well. It's very visual and you can even see the signs uh, showing. Oh, for sure. Also, what I'm going to do after this as well, once we just mm -hmm. go through the cell sorts, we'll go through like, um, obviously the body, that mm -hmm. corresponds with the 12 signs and different parts of the body, both internal and external, correspond mm -hmm. with the 12 signs. So after I explain the cell sorts, we can go on to that as well. Wonderful. All right, so, steal the show. So for, <laughs> so for Aries, the salt is potassium phosphate, and it's good for the brain, mm -hmm. and uh, it's good for the nerves as well. And the foods that you can eat, which have potassium phosphate in it, would be parsley, beans, beets, carrots, avocados, and nuts. Obviously, there's probably more foods, but obviously, mm -hmm. I just want to keep it short and simple. Yeah, of course. For the um, show. So, for example, um, yeah. So, so for example, people that would be deficient of these sorts would be like Aquarians and Pisceans and, and Aries people. They will mm -hmm. be the people deficient of that sort, basically. But mm -hmm. obviously, it, it doesn't just depend on where you're born. It could depend on a placement in your chart as well. So, for example, mm -hmm. if you have, like, a bad opposition going to Aries, then that could kind of also influence it. So you can... Also, like, look at it through your birth chart as well as knowing just when you're born. Yeah. So the, the salt for Taurus is sodium sulfate, and it's good for regulating the water supply in your body. And the foods which are good for this are cauliflower, lettuce, cabbage, turnips, onions, celeries, and Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. The salt for Gemini is potassium chloride, which is good for um, uh, for forming and distrib and distrib distributing, excuse me, bibelin through the body. And the foods which are good for that is coconut, lentils, carrots, spinach, and asparagus. Mm -hmm. The salt for Cancer is calcium fluoride, which is good for the muscle and the ligaments. And the foods which are good for that, again, is garlic, asparagus, turnip, and pineapple. The salt for Leo is magnesium phosphate, which is good for healthy nerve tissues and assisting nerve transformation. 
And again, the foods good for that is cauliflower, cabbage, asparagus, almonds, lemons, limes, oranges, grapefruits, figs, and cherries. The salt for Virgo, which is potassium sulfate, which is good for the circulation of oils through the body and helps with digestion. And the foods good for that is lettuce, cabbage, onions, celery and cauliflower. I can see that cauliflower is good for nearly nearly everything. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, every second word has been yeah. cauliflower. <laughs> um, the salt for Libra is sodium phosphate and it's good for balancing um, your acid and alkalinity and um, the nervous system in your body. And the foods for this would be brown rice, tomato juice, citrus fruits, lentils, and parsley. Mm -hmm. Scorpio is calcium sulfate, which is good for um, good for building and sustaining the tissues and the skin. And the foods for this are lettuce, turnips, radishes, onions, and celery. The salt for Sagittarius is silica, which is good for maintaining skin, hair, and nerves. And the foods good for this is barley, oats, raw cabbage, cucumber skins, uh, rice, spinach, carrots, strawberries. Capricorn is, the salt for Capricorn is calcium phosphate, which is good for bone building and bone diseases. And these foods are beets, carrots, linseeds, peanuts, avocados. Aquarius mm. salt is sodium chloride which is good for regulating the water supply of the body and the temperature. Foods good for this are apples, peaches, sauerkraut and spinach. And finally, Pisces is salt is ferrous phosphate, which is good for transporting oxygen through the body and circulation. And the foods good for this are prunes, plums, grapes, figs, oranges, raisins, mushrooms, dates and beets. So obviously there's a lot more food mm -hmm. which have those sorts in it. But yeah, I'll just try to keep it simple. So so just to re-clarify, so mm -hmm. for example, um an Aries person would be deficient in the Aries salt, the Taurus salt, and the Gemini salt. So that would be potassium phosphate, sodium sulfate. And potassium chloride. So you're a Leo, right, Tanya? Yeah. Yeah. So your your salts that you would be deficient in would be magnesium phosphate, potassium sulfate, and sodium phosphate. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, magnesium magnesium is usually the first one to get yeah, deficient if you're a Leo. Obviously, it's to do with the yeah. heart because Leo. Yeah rules the heart, the heart. So yeah. What, yeah so what i'm going to go on to now mm -hmm. is talking about which signs correlate which with which parts of the body maybe i should have done that part first but it doesn't matter really it doesn't matter yeah but, um yeah so what i'm going to do is i'm going to use a book it's called raphael's medical astrology Mm -hmm. and it, it's a, it's quite an old book actually it was uh, written i think in the early 1900s Oh wow! And yeah, it's they, a, they have knew more then than we know now. <laughs> exactly. Um, wow. Yeah, this is a book that I've used also in um, my lessons on Syncretism mm -hmm. Society uh, Virtual Academy. So what I'll do from 
this book is I'll read you like for example there's three sections so how each sign has an external rulership an internal rulership and mm -hmm. a structural rulership so for example externally Aries rules the head and the face Mm -hmm. Taurus rules the neck and the throat. Gemini rules shoulders, arms, and hands. Cancer rules breast, chest, and the epigastric region. Leo rules the spine and the back. Virgo rules the abdomen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said Leo rules the spine and the back. Where? What about the heart? Yeah, but that's the internal. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So, um. Virgo is the abdominal and umbilical region. Mm -hmm. Libra is the lumbar region and the skin. Scorpio is the urinary and sexual organs. Sagittarius is the hips and thighs. Capricorn is the knees. Aquarius is the legs and ankles. And Pisces is the feet and toes. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to go to the internal rulership. So Aries is the brain. Taurus is the gullet, larynx, and cerebellum. Gemini is the lungs and breath and blood. Cancer is the stomach and digestive organs. Leo is the heart. Virgo is the bowels and intestines. Mm -hmm. Libra is the kidneys. Scorpio, generative organs and bladder. Um, Sagittarius, arterial system and nerves. Capricorn, bones and joints. Aquarius, blood and circulation. And Pisces, lymphatic system. And finally, the structural rulership is Aries is the cranium. Taurus is the bones of the neck. Gemini is the shoulder and collarbones. Uh, Cancer is the breastbone and ribs. Leo is the spine. Virgo is also the spine. Uh, Libra is the bones of the lumbar region. Scorpio is the pelvic bones. Sagittarius is the hips and thighs. Capricorn is the kneecap and joint. Aquarius is the shin and bone and ankles. And Pisces is the bones of the feet and toes. So that's like a internal, external and a structural list of how each, which a part of the body each sign connects with wow that is that is very very interesting how everything is interconnected right yeah. so for example for those that know astrology it, uh, gemini for example is an air sign mm -hmm. so it's, it makes sense that gemini would rule the lungs and the breath internally yeah. so mm -hmm. then that's how you kind of that's how the correlations are made, mm -hmm. if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and also um, there are certain, I've got another, um, I've got some more slides here. So let me go through these. So, yeah, um, there are 12 systems in the body. Mm -hmm. And each sign also correlates with the 12 systems. So I'll quickly go through that as well. So Aries is the cerebrospinal and nervous system. Taurus is the endocrine system. 
Gemini is the respiratory system, Cancer lymphatic system, Leo circulatory system, Virgo digestive and excretory system, Libra renal and urinary system, Scorpio reproductive system, Sagittarius muscular system, Capricorn skeletal system, and Aquarius meridian system, and Pisces integumentary system. So that's the 12 systems in the body that correlate with the 12 signs. Wow, it's all so interconnected. You know, you, yeah. can, be, you can be in science forever and not even know all these uh, correlations. Yeah, there's so many. There's also like a lot of... Um, another thing I'm quite interested in is looking at like planetary herbs, mm -hmm. meaning that um, each... Um, each each like planet has like herbs that kind of correlate with it mm -hmm. so so i can go through some of them if of you like of course yes of course share with us so, so yeah obviously the list is very very long so i'm just gonna pick like i'll pick three from each each mm -hmm. planet basically so again this is from the same book it's called Raphael's medical astrology so it says herbs under the sun um, it has juniper, walnut, uh, and chamomile, for example. They will relate to the sun. Then, I love chamomile, no wonder why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it says herbs ruled by the moon. So it has cabbage, um, lettuce, and uh, pumpkin. Again, there's so many mm -hmm. on this list. Like, I could be here forever reading them all, but it will take too long. <laughs> Um, herbs ruled by mercury you have dill lavender and licorice for example mm -hmm. uh, herbs ruled by venus you have uh, chestnut uh, chickpeas um, what else do we have I'll read a peppermint is one as well uh, herbs ruled by mars you have garlic um what else i'm just, there's loads of i'm trying to read like the ones that are easy for people to get if that mm -hmm. makes sense uh we have onions nettles even tobacco corresponds with mars in this list wow. not that i not that i promote using tobacco by any way yeah yeah it's root it's root as a plant yeah, yeah so, it's also a plant yeah so and the herbs ruled by jupiter uh, we have, uh, let's see, we have roses, sage, um, what else do we have? That Dandelion. Mm. Yeah, and finally, herbs ruled by Saturn. We have, uh, let me see what we've got here. There are loads, but again, I'm just trying to um, connect tell you the ones which are kind of mainstream so you have hemp you have uh, beetroot uh you also have what else is there here um buckthorn um mm -hmm. barley yeah so there's also so for example if someone's got a weak placement in their chart like me, for example, I have a weak Mercury and a weak Mars. So I could then look at this list and think, okay, 
I could kind of implement some of these herbs to bring up my Martian energy or my mercurial energy. But I do that. I use um, oregano is also a herb that correlates with mercury. So I've been using like oregano oil for like a good couple of years now. It's really good because obviously mer um, mercury is about like uh, your nerves. So if you have a weak ner mercury in your chart, you could be maybe prone to like anxiety or nervous disposition. So, and a way to like kind of um, counterbalance that would be to use herbs in relation to mercury. So I like using oregano oil. What do you think would be best if you have depression? It actually has a list here. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if depression is in it, but... Um... Because uh, with the current situation... You know, I think that will help a lot of people who may be in an anxiety and depression because, as we all know, we're shifting to a different timeline, different dimension now. Yeah. And a lot of changes, it's it's kind of we're implementing. It needs to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. And we're in this turmoil right before we see the sunrise and the rainbows. Uh, but a lot of people may be feeling, you know, anxiety and depression, so maybe yeah. that will help them. Yeah, I, I would say, like, maybe more of the, like, m like maybe the sun and moon-related herbs. Mm -hmm. Maybe Jupiter, the more, like, because I don't know if you know, in astrology, you have benefic planets and malefic planets. Mm -hmm. So benefic are more, like, feminine, nurturing type of energies, mm -hmm. whereas malefic planets like Mars, Pluto, Saturn... They're a bit more harsher, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. maybe I would kind of say use the herbs that are in relation to like Moon, Sun, Venus, uh, Jupiter, Mercury. So mm -hmm. th those type of... But then again, it depends on... On the chart. On the chart and on the mm -hmm. person as well. Because, for example, you might be a person that don't have much structure in your life for example like i'm just mm -hmm. i'm just picking something else yeah yeah of course so like structure is in relation to saturn so you might want to have something in relation to that or do things in relation to that but i would say generally um because i remember i've actually got a show on this i did with cosmic mm -hmm. about um about like certain uh, like plants and flowers and herbs you can use and I remember him saying St. John's Wort, like all the sun-related ones, kind of because the sun's kind of, the sun's energy kind of is quite expressive and um, it gets you up and, because it's like, because the sun obviously rules Leo. Yeah, yeah. So Leo is very creative and expressive and it, it shines, it radiates. So if you're mm -hmm. if you're having a low kind of if you're in a low frequency, mm -hmm. I would kind of say a lot of the like the yellow coloured plants would be good that relate to the sun. Do you do you think then in this in this relation turmeric uh, will be related oh, yeah. to the sun? Um, I'm not sure which one. I would say turmeric. Again, but 
see, it just depends on which way you look at it. Because you could even say, even the Mars planets would, the Mars herbs would be good for you. Because Mars is about action. So, for example, if you're quite depressed and you've got no energy, then the Mars herbs can be good for you as well. Mm-hmm. But I guess it just depends on the person. Because yeah. For example, if, if a person's got a lot of strong Martian energy anyway, and then they add more on top of it, it might make them even more Martian. So it kind of depends on the individual. But I would correlate. Uh, turmeric with Mars because also etymologically um, in the Norse mythology Tia mm-hmm. is the planet Mars okay B-Y-R and Y and U are interchangeable mm-hmm. so that would cor- correspond with Mars like turmeric mm-hmm. and it does anyway because of the way it looks it's very fiery and orange and mm-hmm get what i mean so yeah i mean there's different ways of looking at it i mean like for example uh let me go through the list again this list that i have from this book is more um it has a lot of kind of plants that are not so mainstream if that makes sense yeah like for example with mars i'll just read the mars ones you've got um Basil, box tree, broom, um, civet, cressis, uh, cotton thistle, crowfoot, capers, catmint, coriander, dove's foot, dragon's flaxweed, garlic. There's so many different um, hawthorn, mm-hmm. uh, hawthorn berry. Yeah, that's also good for Leo's. Because mm-hmm. uh, hawthorn berry is good for like um, blood pressure and your heart, basically. So oh, anyone wow. who has like problems with the heart or blood pressure, hawthorn berry is really good. Amazing. Obviously, I've used that as well. Like, um, yeah, I like using a lot of um, herbal extracts. Like the ones mm-hmm. I've used over the years have been oregano, sage, milk thistle, cranberry. Uh, what else? Burdock, licorice, astragalus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like ever since I've got into the more spiritual side of myself, I've I've really got into like the herbal side, and it's it's something I'm interested in. But I think I still um, would like to learn more and be a bit more um, knowledgeable about the more earthy stuff because in my chart. I don't have a lot of earth placements, mm-hmm. so I need to connect with the earth a bit more to make me a bit more grounded. I feel like I'm too much in, in the, the sky. Yeah, in the cosmos. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it can be good. Sometimes, as we all know, we need to always strive for balance. Exactly. Balance so. and equilibrium. I can't even say that word in English. Equilibrium. I... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can tell I'm foreign. No. Uh, yeah. Wow. That was a lot of like wealth of knowledge. And yeah. I know that we can go even deeper. I know we can go for hours. Uh, yeah, for it could, it, we could go literally like. Yeah. We, we can do go. another episode. Maybe we can share some something more of what you've learned from Egyptian um, knowledge, because I see a lot of interesting things happening right now. It's uh, 
some people are speaking very highly of Ra as a positive entity. And then I see other people, you know, on YouTube speaking very negatively about Ra. And then I'm like, yeah. okay, what is actually happening here? And now as we're moving into the five dimension, I think it's going to be very important for us to have vibratory discernment. You know, how do we discern which thing is true and which thing is actually, you know, not yeah. true? But do you, do you know how I always, it's interesting you brought that up, uh, Tyler, mm -hmm. because I, I did a video today uh, for the uh, for the virtual academy and I was talking about like the planet of Saturn and mm -hmm. how generally, because Saturn is associated with Satan, mm -hmm. it's always kind of given a bad rap or people think it's evil. Or, but mm -hmm. we need that energy in our life because Saturn is about discipline, structure and boundaries. Because, yeah. uh, But we need that in our life because if we've got no discipline, no structure, no boundaries, then we have no organisation. Mm -hmm. So it, it just depends. Like The way I always say it is... Everything has a masculine and feminine polarity to it, and everything has a positive and negative mm -hmm. uh, aspect to it. Like, for example, you mentioned Ra, right? Mm -hmm. Ra is the sun god, right, in Egypt. Yeah. But according to when I watch a lot of Brother Santos's videos, he said the word Ra in Hebrew means evil. So. Wow. But 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 what's even interesting is I remember as little kids when we used to like try and scare someone and like we was pretending to be a monster we would say rah like mm -hmm. do you get what I mean so mm -hmm. it just depends like because obviously rah is a sun god but the sun it 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 depends like for example if you're in the desert. And it's really hot and it's the sun's beaming down on you. The sun would be horrible and you wouldn't like it. But if you're in a cold place and then the sun rises and it warms you up, then it's nice. So it yeah. just depends, I guess, on the situation of where you are, whether that energy is good or bad. Like I kind of see it, everything as both, if that makes sense. Yeah, but isn't it isn't it when we raise above the five dimension and different dimension that these polarities lose lose each other? So there isn't any polarity anymore. Right. How do you see it? Um, to be honest, sister, I'm not too um, informed on that area of five D and stuff like that. So I don't really want to comment because mm -hmm. I don't re I haven't really looked at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So probably that's, that's probably a subject you would know more than I would about. Do you get what I mean? But generally yeah. speaking, because like, we live in an electrical world, so to speak, and yeah. electricity is about polarity, mm -hmm. that's why I kind of always say that all things have a positive and negative attributes. And yeah, like you said, we've always got to just try and keep in the middle. If mm, that makes exactly, sense. Yeah. Even with mm -hmm. what's going on in today's world, with oh, you have the pro vaccine and the anti vaccine or whatever. Although, like, I might have a side or which I agree with, I always just try to stay neutral and just yeah. try and not get involved. But again, 
that's hard like sometimes but you know like you said it's always about like the balance because like libra for example the word libra it kind of corresponds with the word like liberation Mm -hmm. so balance always brings you like liberation and freedom and being in the middle because it's like you don't have to pick a side you're just sure of yourself if that makes sense yeah but, i think yeah. that's a very great way to look at it so if we just strive to always be in balance with uh you know with ourselves because we that's with everything in balance yeah. with the outside of us and the inner side of us when this comes into balance then we feel the peace within and obviously we radiate without and i think it's very important now to be living in the heart and to speak our truth to speak what we believe in but also be in a neutral position where we For just sure. Yeah, we just don't don't feed uh, either side because then we're we're constantly gonna be in that polarity, and we're trying to shift to move out of polarity and to move into like a different, like the whole the whole the whole um, arena is just changing. It's like we just had one play, we were playing this game, and now it's time to level up. So yeah. the game is changing completely. Yeah, it's like, for example, you know, like you have a triangle, and mm. then at the top is one point, and at the bottom is two point. We, have, yeah. I guess, we have to try and get from the bot, the bottom two points of the triangle to the top single point of the triangle, and just exactly. try and um, kind of like stay in the middle, if that makes sense. But it's hard. I mean, as much as, like, how can I say? It's hard, like, trying to reach that neutral point in a world of polarity, if that makes sense. It can be done, but obviously it, like, it needs a lot of hard work and discipline. And I think that once everyone wakes up to the truth that eventually we are all one, we're just, like, we're just merely experiencing each other in different selves. Yeah. Uh, and that's why, actually, I love the book of uh, Ra, The Law of One, which I talked about in another podcast um, show. So that's why, you know, when there's a connotation that it's different, uh, I'm, I'm kind of very interested to explore why some people say one thing and other people say a different thing, because obviously everyone is seeing the truth through their prism you know yeah. and if your prism is one thing then that's what you're going to speak obviously that's why it's very important for all of us for uh, for the people listening the podcast at the moment to have the vibratory discernment of like does that resonate with you to the core of your level because some some information would very much resonate with some people and some it's not going to resonate with exactly. you exactly so that's the biggest that's the biggest guidance you know you can you can have is just if it doesn't resonate with you switch it off and don't don't even look at the media don't look at the tv because it brings only confusion and we want to raise above that confusion and and just live in the heart as drunvo melchizedek was saying you know just live in the heart and in the present moment and then that's where everything unfolds yep for sure sister like for example that you said how different people see different things that's really mm -hmm. interesting like because for example in my studies of astrotheology and mm -hmm. how particular religious characters correspond to per particular religious um mm -hmm. 
uh, to particular planets, for example, like I was, because I do a lot about, because I've been looking in to a lot of Islamic astrotheology. Mm-hmm. Um, before I looked into that, I always assumed Jesus uh, corresponded with the sun and Jupiter mainly. Mm-hmm. But then in their system, Jesus correlates with Mercury. So okay. I thought, oh, how's that? But then when I looked at it astrologically, it's it, it still made sense because... If you look at, if just say Jesus is Jupiter, for example, mm-hmm. or if you look at all the signs that are ruled by Jupiter, opposite them is Mercury. So, for example, opposite Pisces, which is ruled by Jupiter, is Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury, and opposite um, Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter, is ruled by Gem is um, Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury. So maybe. You could also, you could almost say that Mercury is like the mirror of Jesus. So that's mm. why they kind of associate, the Muslims associate Jesus with Mercury. Wow, I've never saw that. Yeah, that there, I've been like, I've been like reading, there's a book called Mystical Astrology by Ibn Arabi. And mm-hmm. he, he explains, like he correlates the seven prophets with the seven planets. And his correlation is that Abraham is Saturn, Moses is Jupiter, Aaron is Mars, Enoch is the sun, Joseph is Venus, um, Jesus is Mercury, and Adam is the moon. Mm. So that's the Islamic correlation, basically, because they say uh, Muhammad flew through the seven heavens to uh, reach God to get a revelation and at each one of these heavens were these patriarchs and they represented the seven heavens represents the seven planets and that's how they um, that's the order that they give them for example but obviously in different doctrines and different Mm -hmm. religions they're different do you get what I'm saying so like Because I've always, I've also heard that Enoch corresponds with Mercury, but some mm-hmm. people correspond it with the sun. I've also heard that Adam corresponds with Mars, but in this instance, it corresponds with the moon. So again, it's just... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, We need to come to a conclusion where the actual truth lies, and that's yeah. where it comes it comes entangled. You know, we live in yeah. that entanglement right now. We're trying to like unentangle like everything and get to the bottom of it. But it's like the deeper you go into the rabbit hole, it just gets so much confusing because <laughs> as I said, everyone's channeling completely different information, and that's where the confusion comes. If everyone would wake up tomorrow and they would channel the same information it will be so easy everyone be like oh this is the truth yeah but again you know everyone is looking through the truth through their own perception so you can't grasp it it's like it's the moment you try to grasp it it's like whoops it disappears (laughs) (laughs) and you you end up with nothing again a good way you know how i kind of come to my truth sister through mm-hmm. etymology, I love words and breaking down words, for yeah. example. So when I look at a particular word, I was like, like, for example, you see that list I gave you from the Islamic correlation? Yeah. 
Well, Mars is Aaron is um Aaron in the in the Christian yeah um, thing, but mm -hmm. in um, the Muslim it would be Harun. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes sense to me because both of those words are similar to iron, and iron is the metal that rules Mars in alchemy. Mm -hmm. So, for example, Arun and iron are the same words because A and I are interchangeable. So, if you change the A of Aaron it will to the I, the vowels, it will then become iron. So, for me that one makes sense because I could, I know that iron corresponds with Mars and Aaron, mm. the prophet, according to the Muslims, corresponds with the heaven of Mars. So because of my understanding and interest in etymology and knowing yeah. different languages, that is also, that's kind of how I come to my conclusions, if that makes, like my personal conclusions, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, next time maybe we can do a little like episode on etymology, and you can tell us oh, more about. So, yeah, you can tell us more about what you just described with the seven planets and yeah. how it corresponds with the seven prophets, because yeah. I think that will be interesting to everyone. Yeah. Uh, let's just keep this episode for the cell souls and for what we already shared yeah. with the host, because that's already a plenty of information for our listeners. Yeah. I want to just say thank you so much for being on the podcast and taking the time to give us uh, of your wisdom. No uh, problem, sister. It's a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. And um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like I said, we could like whatever you want to go into. Just let me know and we can go into it because I have so many notes and so many uh, things on different subjects. Like, because mm -hmm. it's just weird. I don't kind of concentrate on one subject because it all relates, it all connects anyway. Yeah. So, like, it's just that's kind of how I like to like teach my knowledge is like connecting it all. I know it might be confusing to some people. But like because of my um, way of learning things through syncretism, which means syncretizing things means showing the common theme between mm -hmm. two subjects or two things. So that's kind of um, my method of learning. And I think it's a really cool way of com it's also you can call it comparative studies. Meaning yeah. you compare two things and then you can see the commonality like for example i won't go into it like for example in india you have brahma mm -hmm. and then in christianity you have abraham and then in islam you have ibrahim and so you can see that they're just all different derivations of each other but they're the same mm -hmm. archetype yeah yeah exactly Oh, yeah. yeah that's why i think the religions are like so connected to each other and that's why we shouldn't you we shouldn't be dividing each other because at the end of the day they're kind of all the same exactly so. they're just <laughs> the only thing that gives them a bit of difference is the cultural aspect to it of yeah. where they're based in the world mm. that's what gives it a bit of like differentiation but like you said ultimately yeah it's all one thing 
Exactly. And ultimately, we're all one. So exactly. we can agree on that. <laughs> exactly. uh, thank you so much, brother. It was it was a, a pleasure to have you, as I said. We're going to, for all of you listening, thank you so much for listening. Tune in again. Uh, we're going to be speaking more with Mehmet about different topics. And if you're interested to, to know something in more depth, you can also message us and send uh, comments under the podcast so we know what you are interested in to go more into depth next time For thank sure. you moment appreciate thank it you, take care have Thanks a great you evening again. you too bye